candles, grab a cocktail, set the mood for careless whispers. My name is Matt Rory, and you're listening to CLNS Radio. Calvin Chamberlain, hello. Hello, sir. Hello. That's my. That's normally my hello. It is. Hello. Let me ask um, you a uh, a moral question, Ray. Can we okay, I was expecting that. Okay, who do you? I guess it's not really a moral question at all. I retract that. But um, yeah, who do you think had intercourse more recently, Bill and Hillary Clinton or Oprah and Stedman? <laughs> I oh, I don't even know who Stedman is. Who's that? Oprah's boyfriend, husband? Who's this? Oprah's hu- Oprah's husband. Yeah. Uh huh. I don't. I don't know why this is a relevant question. I'm going with Bill. Bill and Hillary. Bill's Bill a dog. Bill and Hillary. Yeah. Within the last ten years, have that Yeah, Bill can't go like that long without it. So, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, back to the show. Back to the show. The show that is brought to you by Linda.com. That's L-Y-N-D-A.com. Linda is used by millions of people around the world, and all of their self-help courses are taught by experts. Like me and Calvin are experts in podcasting about nothing. And uh, new courses are added to the site every week, so claim your free trial membership to lynda.com today by going to www.lynda.com slash clns. And that will be fun. Give us a call tonight, too, if you'd like, on the audible call lines at 323-642-1484. And you can follow CLNS Radio on Twitter at CLNS Radio. I am also on Twitter at Team Green Truth. But I I don't know if I'm very exciting on the Twitters. So follow me or don't. Can't pick Great. my 15th guy here, Calvin. Anyway, uh, yes, sir. What is your, can you, can you throw it at the listeners? What do you think your best Twitter comment is of all time? Like the one oh, that you're boy. proudest of. The one that you want. On, if you had a Twitter comment on your headstone. <laughs> Well, which one would you want? Uh, I I guess I would have to go back and, and look at some of the things that I've said. Um, because recently, especially once uh, Nick Jelso sort of ambushed all of my followers with uh, all of our our podcasts, by the way. You can find all of the Careless Sisters podcasts up on my Twitter feed. Because one morning, Jelso was on BTR or something and just started posting old archives, and they all hit my Twitter account. So if um, if you want to listen to some old CW episodes here, just go look at my my, tw- my tweets on uh, the day after. Oh, I'm sorry, Christmas morning of 2015. Everything is there. You can go see that, but that's not the question that you asked me. Um, I did tweet out that I was very embarrassed about that Lakers game earlier this season. That's probably not my best of all time, though. Um <clears throat> It's tough, Calvin. Like I said, I'm not very exciting on Twitter. I use it more for information, gathering information for myself. And uh, I don't really think I have a lot of followers either. So I can't... I put too much uh, pressure on you there. You put, I retract you put that way question, too much right? pressure on me. You put way too much... Oh, yeah. you know what? How about th- how about we go like this one? I, I'll, I'll just... This is just from a few months ago. I tweeted at Nesson a picture of a Jerry... Uh, Remy and Don Orsillo bobblehead doll, the commentators for the Red Sox, uh, asking them what I was supposed to do with it now that they've unceremoniously fired Don Orsillo with hashtag Save Orsillo. I got one like on that, so that's about as popular as my tweets get right there. Did it work? Did they did they defire him? 
No, they didn't defire him. Uh, but if anybody's looking for a Jerry Remy and Don Arcillo bobblehead doll, I will be posting it on eBay at some point. Or you can just contact me, and I will give it to you. Why don't we give it to the winner of a CLNS contest? Yeah, I'm sure that that would be one of the hottest gifts out there. Mm. Mm. Uh, now you've got me looking back at my own Twitter account, which is totally lame. Um, I don't. I'm not going to be doing this anymore. Done. Stepping up a notch, man. Stepping up a notch. Yeah, I suppose I should. I got a couple retweets when uh, Kevin Love and uh, this the Celtics got into it in the playoffs last year. When I asked if anybody asked Kevin Love what he thought of the J.R. Smith punch, how about that one? A retweet can't be your best tweet. See, this is why I'm not on Twitter. Because if I was, no, 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 no that was my tweet. That was my tweet that got oh. retweeted. Oh, it got retweeted? Oh, then I, I take it back. Can you believe that? By, by a famous person? Oh, no, I doubt that. Uh, Let's see. Retweeted by... Uh, Timmy Sclafani and, I don't know, some guy I've never heard of named all right. T. Fair Tucker. Um, all right. <clears throat> we have wasted far too much time. We're already 17 Three minutes and into the show, and we've only been talking for seven minutes, and it's just been a total bumbling around few first few minutes here. Um, so let's just get into it. Let's just go. Let's go. Who do you like in the Super Bowl? Go. Wow. Who do I yeah. like in the Super Bowl? That's. I just. There's a, there's a Super Bowl happening. Yes, of course there is. This Sunday. This Sunday. Right after the Celtics post game show here on CLNS Radio. Huh? You like that? You can tune yeah, in like the that. Super Bowl. And um. Calvin, I would like to think that this is going to be a good game. But I just I feel like Cam Newton is too good at this point. He, I don't think that Denver is going to be able to stop him every time down the field, and that's what they're going to need to do to make this a good game. I think that Carolina is going to score at least three or four touchdowns in this in this game on Sunday, and Peyton Manning is not going to keep up. So I'm going with Carolina by two scores, like 31-17, something like that. So then you you don't think the Denver defense can repeat the performance that they put up against your own Patriots? I think Carolina's – I think Cam Newton is a more dynamic player, obviously, than Tom Brady. And I, I just – I don't know if, if the defense putting up – or doing things well against uh, Brady and the Patriots is really synonymous with stopping Cam Newton. I think he's been so dynamic recently that it's it's more difficult to figure out what what he is going to do as opposed to – what the Patriots do because the Patriots, when it comes down to it, yeah, they've got their trick plays here and there, but it's pretty standard. You know where the ball, where they, where they want the ball to go anyway. Can I just say that, that Cam Newton has been a delight to watch this season? Absolutely. Like, I, I've, never, I've never been a Cam Newton guy because, like, I've always sort of thought he was overrated, and I tend to, I tend to like be biased against people who I who I don't think are as good as other people think, like Derek Cheater is another guy who I've always thought was overrated. So I've sort of never liked Derek Cheater, even though I don't I don't really have an opinion on the Yankees otherwise. I'm like the one person in the world who's neutral on the Yankees. Anyway, 
the point is, is that, like, I've always sort of been against him, but this year he actually lived up to the hype. And beyond that, it's just, like, just his joy. I saw the quote that he did said the other day, uh, like, talking about how he doesn't want to be considered, you know, a black quarterback playing in the in, in the Super Bowl. Like, the Super Bowl is so much bigger than black or white or red or green. And I, I just love the quote because, yeah, like, his race shouldn't be a big deal. Like, we've had... Apparently, this is the fourth year in a row that we've had a black quarterback in the Super Bowl. Get, you know what I mean? Get used to it. Who cares? He's an awesome player, and he's out there having fun. I'm I'm rooting for the Panthers, but for, for some reason, I just have this feeling that Denver is going to pull it off. I don't, okay. I don't know why. Can, can you – now, you just mentioned him being a black quarterback, and I, I don't want to get myself in trouble, and I don't want to say anything that – is outlandish, and we don't need to get into this too much. But, and I agree with you, it's not a matter of being a black quarterback. It's not a matter of being a white quarterback. It's just that he's a great athlete, and he's a great quarterback. But I need to ask this question now, because he has been trying to deflect that question away for weeks, and he has every right to do so. He doesn't want to talk about, quote-unquote, black quarterback. But I ask you, Calvin, if he doesn't want to talk about being a black quarterback, why, when someone asked him, to talk about the languages that he can speak, did he say that he speaks Ebonics pretty well? Please tell me that. Because isn't that, isn't that by definition, an, an, Ameri- an Ameri- African-American language that people, that they have, it's part of their dialect? Like that's, that, I'm, I'm not trying to generalize here, but that's the definition of the word Ebonics, and he brought that up. So I'm just curious, like, he, is he trying to have it both ways? He's probably just making a joke, right? I didn't, I didn't see well, that yeah, quote in the context. Yes, for sure. He he was making a joke. He said it in jest, but I just I found it strange that he tried to avoid the question, but then he would make a joke like that. You know what I mean? I don't know. What I thought it wasn't so much in, in avoidance of it as much as saying it it wasn't the most important thing. And I think by making the Eponics joke, he's sort of making light of, of the situation there too. It's like it's not that big of a deal, guys. You know, okay. That's like, I mean, I, I agree. Yeah. It's not a it's not a big deal at all. I just I thought that his approach prior to that answer about it was was good, good enough. You know, like he didn't need to try and be funny. He could have just said, "I'm avoiding that because it doesn't mean anything. It's pointless." Indeed, indeed. Anyway, all right. Well, that's that's not uh, what we're so here to I'm discuss. Sure. We're here to discuss yeah. how great the man is and what an right. excellent performance we expect him to have on Sunday. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Do you, do you not agree with I, me? Do you disagree that they're going to, they're going to run over Denver here? I just have, yeah, I sort of just have a feeling about Denver. I think that their defense is, you know what it is? I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think Peyton may be able to pull it out one last time. Uh, I don't expect the game to be high scoring, obviously, if I'm picking Denver. I, I think that Denver's defense can, not do what they did to Brady because it's a totally different type of game, but I just feel like with their team speed and with their advantage at cornerback over Carolina's mediocre receivers, I think it, I don't know, I'm thinking maybe something like 24-21 Denver. But that being said, I hope Carolina wins. I think we're good. All right. right? Yeah, I think that's it. Fine. I thought it was going to be a longer segment than that, but we're trying to move through these things, I guess. Yeah, we are. Yeah, so uh, it appears that Lions wide receiver Calvin Johnson is going to call it a career very. Uh, I believe that he is 
I'm going to double-check this right now, but I believe he's is only 30 years old, maybe 31, checking as we speak. Yeah, he's he's you know, 30. He's 30 years old. He's going to call it a career. Uh, you know, not an old player at all, but how do you feel about this? Do you think, one, do you think, like, he retired, he's retiring too soon? Uh, apparently, he's in a lot of pain. And two, I mean, we have to ask this question, right, because of, of the precedent. Do you think that Calvin Johnson's retirement has anything to do with the Lions? Well, I was going to say, uh, Calvin Johnson has a pretty similar look about him as Barry Sanders did when he retired abruptly. Um, and he played for the Lions. And if you recall, Sanders, the story is that he was on his way to training camp and he just stopped and turned around and he called the team and said he's retiring. Now, Calvin Johnston is essentially the best wide receiver in the last, what, 10 years, would you say? Would you agree with that? But, like, hands yeah. down, best best wide receiver well, in the last 10 years? It's, it's interesting that you're asking me this question because the second half of my, my questions to you is, is, can you, like, how high historically can we make an argument for Calvin Johnson? Yeah. Can you can you make an argument for him as as, as the second best wide receiver ever? I mean, is he, is he that good? Uh, I mean, I think that the fact that he's retiring now is going to make it a little bit tougher for, for people to make that argument. But overall, he is pretty unstoppable. And I don't know, you mentioned his, that he must be in a lot of pain. I think his injuries um, are, have definitely piled up over the years. He's played a lot of games and he, I don't know if, if he wants to walk away at this point, more power to him because the the lions clearly aren't going anywhere. And um, I heard somebody in an interview on the radio speculate about this the other day that maybe he's just going to retire for a year. Because there are a lot of athletes out there, Calvin, that if they say that if they could take a year off and get their body right, that it would extend their career a little bit. So maybe he's thinking about about it that way, and he's going to try and come back after the fact. But uh, either way, I don't blame him for leaving that, that franchise. It's just a joke. Okay, let me let's, let me get into Calvin Johnson historically a little bit because you know when when's the next if he's retiring when's the next time we're gonna have this sort of opportunity to talk to about him? But apparently, uh, he has the second most yards of all time for a player uh, up to the you know thirty year old season. Like, do we? He's played long enough, right? Where like longevity shouldn't be as much of an issue. It's a weird thing for me because. I find that, like, people overrate longevity to a certain degree. Like, players like Marcus Allen, for example, like, he held on in the NFL for, like, 17 years, but he was only a prime running back for, like, a, a portion of that. I don't know, what, at what point does, like, does greatness for a long enough period of time uh, overshadow, like, a longer career of not being quite as great? You, see, you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Uh, I think Kevin Garnett is a great example of that if you want to cross-reference a different sport because yeah. his production has been pretty much below average for the last three years, right? So do people look at Kevin Garnett differently and say that he's not as great of an NBA 
star, an NBA player? I don't think so. I think his legacy is still the same, even though he's been pretty mediocre for the last three years. Let me let me ask you this question: Kevin Garnett is tough because in, in this in this you might you might think that he's a better player than this other guy anyway. But I guess my question to you is is is, is Kevin Garnett better than than a guy like Allen Iverson? You know what I mean? Who topped out? But you but mm. you would argue probably that, that Kevin Garnett was always better than Iverson, right? That's how you. See, I don't know. I, maybe you, maybe that depends. Maybe that depends on your your perception and your opinion or your uh, what you'd prefer because I would prefer to have a guy like Kevin Garnett for the um, whatever, how many years he's played, 15 years. But I think that his prime was at a higher point than Allen Iverson's. Whereas Allen Iverson's prime maybe was a little bit longer than Kevin Garnett's prime. I don't know if you'd agree with that, but I think I would have rather have yeah, a guy that's there for a long time with a higher peak. All right, let me, let's take Kevin Garnett and Iverson out because they're, they're not very comparable players in the, in the institute. No, uh, not in the NFL. No, no, no not in the NFL. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make another NBA argument just to try to figure out where exactly we stand from this. Uh, there's, sort of an, there's sort of an argument about the, the greatest Laker of all time. Is, is, is that person Magic or is that person Kobe? And my, my question to you then is if Magic Johnson – played 11 years in the NBA and had to retire because of HIV, is, is there a point, and obviously he's retiring after the season, but let's, let's assume Kobe was healthy. Is there a point, in, in, let's also assume that you think that, that Magic at his peak was a better player than Kobe at his peak. That, that's an entirely different argument to me, but let's yeah. just assume you're on that, on that okay. side of the fence. Okay? We can assume is, that for this argument. Because you probably do believe that, right? You believe that? Uh, uh, I don't think I know. I don't think I know enough about Magic at his peak. I wasn't alive when Magic was. Well, not that I wasn't alive, but I wasn't intensely watching basketball like I was when Kobe Bryant was at his peak. Uh, so okay. I don't know. I, that's a tougher one for me because because of, of the uh, generation difference, you know. Fair enough. I guess. I guess my question is: is is there, is there a point for the guy who's less who's less great at his peak? To, in your mind, to surpass the guy uh, who who was greater at his peak by just having more years of being good. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Could, so could, I see could, I see what you're saying. So like if yeah, uh, let's let's just look at it with a from no, from a number standpoint. Okay, if if your peak is is a uh, hundred, say, and Right. Kevin Garnett's peak was at 100, but he was at 100 for one season, and then he had a, a bunch of seasons at 90, whereas Allen Iverson had three or four seasons at 95. I think that, that that's the point where you sort of start to say, well, I guess you'd probably rather have the, the guy that's had three or four seasons uh, more spread out toward, closer to the peak of his career as opposed to the guy who had the higher peak. Uh, but this is, I mean, you can go you – can, you can, go to with so many different angles in a question like this and never find a proper answer. I don't think. No. Yeah. That's, that's why it's so fascinating. But I think that I tend, I tend to give, uh, a, I tend to give a little extra credit for the guy who was better at his peak. As long as his peak was like long enough to, to qualify in my mind. You know what I mean? Like if a guy, if a guy has 10 years of being good, like I don't, I don't really differentiate between that ten years and the guy who had, you know, fourteen years of being good. 
right? Mm. Like, but other, right. but other people do. I think once you hit a certain threshold, like your greatness, your greatness should matter more than like how long you were great. As long as you were great for long enough, you know whatever that point is. But I've never quite been able to figure out what that point is. I guess is what I'm saying. Gotcha. Anyway, just an interesting concept. Uh, Calvin Johnson will be missed. One of my favorite players. Uh, obviously, we share a name, which have, you would think that I would enjoy, but I find that slightly annoying. But other than that, yeah. All right. He, yeah, he will be missed. All right. Fair NBA enough. NBA All Stars. Yeah. M- oh, NBA All Stars. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. So, I, I, I think we should start in the West. We're going to the NBA All Stars here, folks. We're going to tell you, even though the teams are already picked, uh, we are going to tell you who we think should have been on the team if we thought there were snubs. We're going to tell you who exactly our rosters are. So 15 players on each side, is that correct, Calvin? Yes, sir. Here's the thing, Ray. We would, are we following the rule that we that we were picking before, which is that uh, we were going off the starters that were picked, right, and we are picking our own reserves? Or did you ah, just pick I, I, I thought I was – I guess I was confused. I just have 15, uh, 15 players straight up that I b- believe mm-hmm. belong – Belong in uh, the All Star game for each for each right, side. Well, so I mean, I can I can take I, those starters right now, I guess, and rip them out of there if you if you want to do it that way. Yeah, let's but, do it that way. Just cause. All right. Well, why don't you remind me who the starters are? This is so bad. Um, okay. These these starters in the West are. I'm trying to remember myself. Uh, Kobe. The starters in the West are, are Kobe Bryant, uh, who is starting up as a forward with Steph Curry and Russell Westbrook as your backcourt. And your frontcourt is uh, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Durant. And who am I missing? <laughs> Draymond Green. Uh, Did we get voted in? Uh, oh, it's Kawhi Leonard. It's Kawhi Leonard. Uh, he... Draymond had Got the it. lead in the final week. Yeah. Okay. In the East, your starters are um crap. I'm not remembering it all. <laughs> uh, it's Kyle so bad. Kyle Lowry and Dwayne Wade, I believe. That's right. Yep. Right? And yep. your forwards are Le- are LeBron James, I believe. Yeah, Jimmy Butler. And uh, is it Jim? No, it's not Jimmy Butler. It's oh, it's LeBron not. James. Give one away. No. It's Carmelo Anthony. LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony. Right. This is so weak. And a weak another, It's another forward that I can't think of right now. Who's the other one? This is, this is fun radio for the people. This is excellent radio for the people. I'm sure they're really enjoying this right now. Well, I should have just Googled it instead of trying to go off of memory. Well, I should have just had my stuff prepared and ready to go instead of uh, running around and putting the last few names on this list. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's try this one more time. Who are we missing? Hey, everybody, we're going to talk about the NBA All-Star game. (laughs) And we are going to pick... (laughs) 
the players that we think should have made made the roster on the bench because the starters have already been chosen. Can you believe how fun this is going to be? Uh, I'm having a blast. Yeah. Okay, Where is the game? It's in Toronto. The game is in Toronto. Okay. And that's something that people need to know because it's fun to go to Toronto. Is it? Have you been right? there? I've been to Toronto. Long is ago. Is it fun? Yeah, well, I had a great time. I had a great time in, in Toronto. Very nice. Very nice place to be. Um, so... Pau Gasol. It's, 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 Pau Gasol. It's, oh, it's Pau. It's the other guy. Yeah. Pau Gasol. That's right. It was Pau Gasol. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. So let's let's pull some more teeth here and go to let's start in the West because I'm more for once I'm more prepared to talk about the Western Conference. Um, oh, look at that! Look at that! Can you believe that? How about this? How about this? In the inter- in the interest of saving time, Murray, yeah. I'll I'll read off I'll read off the West reserves, okay, and you okay. can tell me, and you, and you can tell me, uh, yes or no. and, and make and make an argument for who you who you have different than, than the coaches have, right? Got it. All right, Lamarcus Aldridge, Demarcus Cousins, uh huh, Anthony Anthony Davis, James Harden. And Chris Paul. So the only one that I kind of have a have an issue with uh, is yes, Lamarcus Aldridge, and that is because if you ask me, I just I'd rather I'd rather see. Wait a minute, you missed Draymond Green. Did you say Draymond Green? Oh, I'm sorry. I, you, you're right. I miss Draymond Green and Clay Thompson. I'm sorry. I was, I was looking at a story that mentioned them first and then mentioned the rest of them. Draymond yeah, I was going to say. Thompson I was going to say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Green. Yeah. I, I'd rather have Green on that team. So yes, yeah. it's it's. Uh, I, I, Draymond Green and Aldridge, whatever. Um, I personally, even though I bashed him the other night, I think I would go with Blake Griffin instead of Lamarcus Aldridge. And now I don't know if it's because he he's hurt. And that's why he was just not chosen at all. But overall, I mean, I'm contradicting myself compared to the other night. I just, I don't think that Aldridge has been an all-star type of player. I think he's been great for San Antonio. I think he's fit his role very well. I think he makes them a stronger team. But I don't, I don't think he's been that great. Honestly, scratch Blake Griffin because he's hurt. I would prefer to see a guy like uh, Derek Favors or even Marcus Saul in there uh, instead of LaMarcus Aldridge, because I think that both of those guys have been more important or, or more important to their team in the sense that it, without them, uh, I think that their teams would just fall completely flat on their face. Whereas without Aldridge, I think San Antonio would still be decent enough to get by. Really? It seems like you and I, cause I, I read another article that sort of, uh, you know, talked about, talked about snubs. And uh, they were trying to make an argument for Dirk Nowitzki, which I don't yeah. particularly like. Well, I thought about putting there. him on there. He was he was probably right outside my my top fifteen here, uh, but I left. I did leave Dirk off of my my large list. Here, here's the thing for me: just looking at the teams, and I, I realize this team is below five hundred, but they're they're in the playoffs. Like the guy I think is getting screwed out of the West is Damian Lillard. 
he's like fifth in the NBA in scoring. His assists are up. I've never loved Damian Lillard because he doesn't play that much defense, and, and he's he's hasn't been great in, in his career at the rim. He's always sort of just been mm-hmm. a three point shoot, three point guy. But this year he stepped it up, especially losing the guy you're talking about, Lamarcus Aldridge, also the guy that I would leave off my all star list. I don't yeah. believe like I don't. I mean, and so many people have this philosophy, and I don't understand it. I don't believe in putting a guy on the all star team just because their team is awesome. Like the, the Spurs don't inherently deserve all stars because the team's good. You know what I mean? If, yeah, if I kind of agree with you there. He, he just, his numbers aren't good enough to be in the All-Star game. And not even just his numbers. Like, he hasn't quite been as good this year as he's been in the past. I feel like he sort of struggled to fit in that system. Uh, you know, you could, I, would, I would make an argument almost for Tony Parker before I would for LaMarcus Aldridge. Kawhi is an obvious choice, but, yeah, to me, LaMarcus is the guy that I, I think I'd replace with Damian Lillard. The rest of these guys, like, it's like, yeah, I want to punish James Harden, but He's just, if you just look at his numbers, he's, he's, just, he's just too good. Yeah, that's what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, so I think Lillard is the biggest snub to, to agree with you there, but I was just sort of looking like if, if the coaches were thinking they needed to throw a big man on for some reason, I'd rather see Marc Gasol there, one, and Derek Favors, two, uh, and Blake Griffin if he was healthy. But, yeah, I'm with you on Aldridge, and Lillard to me was was the, the best player that was left left off of uh, the Western Conference roster, so we agree on that one. Um, I, I think that I think that I'd rather see Hayward before I'd, I want to see Favors on this particular team. Uh, right. Yeah, I guess I mean that could, that's that's a decent argument, especially since Favors was out for a couple of like uh, almost a month actually. I just, I just feel like Hayward is a more consistent player than Derek Favors is, and he it seems like he does more for that team. Anyway. All right. Well, the East is where things get really shaky, if you ask me, because I just I think that there are a few guys that are arguably or that arguably should be on the Eastern Conference roster, and they are not. Um, and I thought for some reason that there were 15 players on each roster, but it only seems like there are 12. I don't know where I got that wrong along the way. Because um, I remember a couple of weeks ago speaking with somebody on a post-game show talking about the, the reserves or the, the all-star spots, and I thought we determined that there were 15, but uh, I guess there were only 12. So the Eastern Conference reserves, to me, Calvin, there are a couple of guys that got snubbed. And number one... Uh, I need to do this real I'm, quick before you... So the Eastern Conference reserves are Chris Bosh, oh, yeah, Jimmy, sure, Jimmy Butler, DeMar DeRozan, Andre Drummond, Paul Millsap, John Wall, and the Celtics' very own Isaiah Thomas. That's right, Isaiah Thomas. There you go. Woo woo woo. So I'm um, I, I agree with Bosh and Jimmy Butler, of course. Jimmy Butler, above all, deserves to be on this team, not just because I have a giant crush on him. Um, Where I start to waver is DeMar DeRozan, Isaiah Thomas, and even, even Andre Drummond. I'm not, I mean, I think that he's been great this year and I think that he's definitely a rising star in the league, but I'm not sold that he's an all-star right now. And 
to me, it's just, it's sort of a matter of who in the East, and, and this is some of the, like, this goes back to the argument, whereas people will look at Cleveland and they'll say, oh, well, Kevin Love must be an all-star because Cleveland's so good. I'm not going in that direction. I do agree that LeBron James is the only, should be the only all-star for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, so I'm, I'm elevating Al Horford, Calvin. I think, Al that Horford, he, he, I think that he deserves to be on this team ahead of all three of those guys. All three, including Isaiah. Including Isaiah. I, I like what Isaiah has done. And I did hear an argument by a unnamed coach in through Chris Mannix, I guess, of SI was talking about this, um, or of CSN and E at this point. I guess he's doing work for them. But Mannix was saying that uh, one of the coaches voted for Isaiah because when they look at the Celtics, they game plan for him. And I I understand that way of thinking, um, but I just feel like in different, different circumstances, he is not – he's not an, an all-star type of player. And I just – I don't know. The way I look at, at the all-star selections, even though Horford's numbers aren't gaudy, I think that he is a guy that's in control over there in Atlanta, and I think that he is the type of player that they can't lose. And I, I think that the, the, he and Millsap deserve to be on this all-star team together just, uh, just because of the way that they've been playing together this year. I mean, for what you said, the way they've been playing together this year, but you you wouldn't say that about Lowry and DeRozan. I mean, Toronto is clearly the second-best team in the East, at least right now, right? They have a multiple-game lead on everybody else. If you're going off team argument... No, I'm not not going off a team argument. I'm just saying that I think that Horford and and Millsap have been a really good fit together. Uh, Again, Atlanta hasn't been that great overall, but those, those two players together I think are kind of a force. And I don't know. Um, you know what always holds me back with Horford is just the fact that he's not he, – he doesn't get enough rebounds for me for a big – you know what I mean? I, I sort of – I don't know. I don't really appreciate that about him, even though he is a good defensive player. I sort of like Millsap more. This, I, I think I think that I kind of do like the Eastern Conference roster. I mean, the, the only questionable one to me is Isaiah – but it's like, who do you replace him with? Um, I, th- I think you can make you can make that the argument for Love over Isaiah, but Kevin Love is just not really shooting well enough this year. But uh, you know, neither is Isaiah. Um, that to me is is the only really guy that I would think about replacing him with. Everybody else on this team, like you said, Drummond. Uh, the, the other guy that you can make an argument for that we haven't discussed is Reggie Jackson, but he's sort of in that same league with I, Isaiah Thomas, Reggie Jackson, and Kemba Walker are, are all sort of that same type of player playing essentially like very similar games this year. All right. That so, thing lasted a lot longer than it should have, I think. And I have just been stumbling right through this entire show. So, uh, don't listen to this one over again in the morning, ladies and gentlemen. Whew. Oh boy. Um, okay. 
So up next here is something that uh, basically I don't even know what what it is. I don't know anything about it. I haven't even heard a headline or seen a headline or anything. It's about your Lakers, so I'm going to just let you go. All right, I'm looking for this quote, but um, there's been a lot of problems lately with Byron Scott in his relationship with D'Angelo Russell. He's, uh, I'm looking for it. Hold on. So, annoyingly, uh, Don McLean, you know, do you know Don McLean, former NBA player, uh, ripped Byron Scott recently, and Byron Scott responded to him, but. I'm trying to find it. When I Googled Don McLean, I just got the American Pie singer. American Pie, so, yeah. So now you're probably singing the song, Bye Bye, Miss American Pie. Yeah, I hate that song. That yeah. song is the worst. We, sh- we should upload that song and play it for Calvin. Liz, I know you're listening. Uh, in any case, so... Uh, D'Angelo Russell has been benched a lot this season, and people are very critical of Byron Scott's treatment of him, you know, always asking questions like, why you, you know, you never let him play. And his response has always sort of been uh, that, his response has always sort of been that, like, I'm trying to protect him and things along that line. Or, like, the other day he said that, that, uh, D'Angelo Russell is is too cocky. He got a little too cocky out there, and he's like a confidence I like. But when it when it comes over to cop, to cockiness, that's when he hits the bench. And then D'Angelo Russell was asked about it, and he said, he "said you know everybody gets criticized, and Jesus got criticized, which is a pretty funny thing for D'Angelo Russell to say." But um, Don McLean said that. Byron Scott should just give Russell the keys to the offense rather than playing the number two overall draft pick conservatively. And Scott said, Byron Scott said back to him, well, first of all, Don, that's why you're not coaching. Let's put it that way. So, What is with Byron Scott and getting so defensive with Ren? Was this over the internet or was this in person? Uh, uh, Don McClain no, said it on a radio show and then someone ran it back to Byron Scott. And then Byron, Got it. Byron, yeah, he, yeah, Byron Scott is he's apparently like just the most hot-headed guy alive. Yeah, right. Like who says things like this? So then Byron Scott. Well, said, we talked uh, we talked so, about his Instagram post the other day or yeah. a couple weeks ago, right? Where he called out a random guy and said he was going to punch him in and beat him up. Right. So Don McLean also made a comment like uh, basically that that uh, you know even if Russell gets ten or fifteen turnovers. It doesn't matter because it's like the Lakers are already losing. You need to turn the keys over to him and see what you have. So Byron's guy responded to that part and said, you don't let a guy go out there and just almost embarrass himself or kill himself by playing 35 minutes and getting 10 turnovers. I mean, the one thing you can do is self-destruct him as an individual. And he said, so what I try to do as far as teaching him and protecting him from making mistakes like that and from getting ridiculed, my job is to help them uh, to develop. So... Here's my thing with Byron Scott, right? He doesn't like D'Angelo Russell because, on the one hand, he's saying he doesn't like him because he's, he's, you know, being too cocky out there and trying to do too much and trying to trying to work in the Lakers' crappy – or trying to freestyle, basically, in the Lakers' crappy systems that are run by bad players that don't work anyway. Every time D'Angelo Russell tries to do something on his own, Byron Scott benches him. But at the same time, he's talking about how he has to protect – 
by uh, D'Angelo Russell from making mistakes. Like it can't it can't be both of those things at once. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, aren't you supposed to learn from making mistakes? Like it shouldn't shouldn't you just I, I don't know. It seems like he's squashing the kid quite a bit. Let him go what, out yeah, there. Let him play. What do you have to lose? You're not going to win games anyway, Byron Scott. That's exactly what he's doing. I've rarely seen – this is like it, – it's like not that D'Angelo Russell is Jordan because obviously he's not. But it's basically like what Dean Smith did to Jordan like early on in his North Carolina career. He's just like – he's stepping all over him. And it's extremely frustrating, especially in a season where, like, we have nothing else to look forward to. I, the Lakers are a miserable slog to watch. I I can barely pay attention at all. So they do have a lot, a lot of young you, players. You, in listen, you, I, I know you don't want to compare D'Angelo Russell to Michael Jordan. That's not what you were trying to do. But no. even so, I you you would you could argue that Jordan at the time he wasn't even he got cut from his high school team. He didn't play in high school really. At the time, as a freshman going into North Carolina, maybe that was the thing that he, that Dean Smith needed to do just because his talent wasn't there yet. Maybe he needed a, a few weeks or months and then something clicked. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't really know what was going on behind the scenes there. Michael did blow up, but not till later. And But this is a different situation because Russell's already gone through a year of college, at least. I don't even know how many years he was in college. He's already been been dubbed as a star who can play the game. It's not, you don't need to squash this kid to teach him humility or something. He's already in the NBA. Just let him try to go out there and see what's going on. I understand if he's blowing things up and, and he's completely not listening to you and he's still turning the ball over and you're still losing and things aren't going well. But if he's making plays on his own, who's to say that he shouldn't be doing that. And furthermore, who's to say that Kobe Bryant isn't, in the corner encouraging him when Byron Scott's not looking. You know what I'm saying? Like, isn't that the type of mentality that Kobe would have as a player and still does? Yeah, d- definitely. And that's you, you're pointing out another aspect, too, or, or hitting at one uh, with Scott's hypocrisy, which is that, like, uh, Kobe Bryant does whatever he wants in the offense, and Byron Scott never – he's never critical of Kobe in, in any way, lets him do whatever he wants, and respects his confidence. But uh, D'Angelo Russell tries to show confidence, and Byron Scott does whatever he can to tamp it out, to keep him on the bench. Yeah, why would not you do that? Him... Don't you want the kid to have confidence? If he's gonna... it's, it, it's like – I don't know, Calvin. <laughs> you tell me. Yeah. I, I, wouldn't you wouldn't you have more confidence if you were in the game and and you went one for twenty as opposed to going three for four making a couple plays by yourself and then your coach saying ah eh, no sit down yeah and, and that, we're not even factoring in the fact that that uh, Byron Scott doesn't run any sort of offense that you know is specifically geared to what D'Angelo does well which is high screen and roll. He doesn't. They, the Lakers don't run a lot of screen and rolls with D'Angelo Russell. He's playing off ball a lot of the time. They don't allow him to be a point guard. It's none of none of what Byron Scott does with Russell makes sense, except for the, except if you if you like believe that some sort of conspiracy theory or he's trying to anti-develop him. It's really amazing how much Scott seems to be tr- like literally trying to stunt his growth as much as possible. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, and I don't know. Neither one of us has been high on Byron Scott since the day he was hired. So maybe there's a little bit of a bias in our thinking there. But 
oh, excuse me. He's not a very, he's not, that was nice. He's not a very good coach. And I would not be surprised if he's uh, gone in the next year, uh, maybe even before that. It, or are they committed to him out there? What, what, what are you hearing? You know, I mean, I, here's the thing is that he was a Laker. He sort of has ties to the organization, but I I really don't imagine. I I, I guess he's a, he, I heard today, I, I believe it was 41 and 130 as Lakers coach. I can't imagine Not that. Not good. Keeping his position much longer. Now. Not good okay. at all. All right. That's it? Good? That's it. Good, good on that. All right. Well, I think we're about to have some fun here, Calvin. I think we are about to have a lot of fun. <gasps> hey, Liz. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How's it going? Welcome to the show. And I don't want to see me. What's up? I thought I made it. I thought I made it. No, not quite. No, no. Calvin would fire me if I didn't play it. I think Calvin would be just fine with it right and now. I, don't want the world to see me. I think we need it at least once. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, how's it going, guys? I'm doing not all right. Good. I think I, I think you've got a surprise in store for us. Is this true? This is true. This is true, and. And um, it's partly because I didn't prepare anything for the show. And you guys are doing such a good job with such a smooth show. So I thought I would add to it and just go off the cuff here. But I came up with a new game, and I know you guys love games that I come up with. No complaints ever. We haven't played a game here in quite a long time. Yeah, except uh, we did one last week. And it failed yeah. That was a <laughs> game? <laughs> Yeah, it was remember the Seinfeld game. Oh yeah, the Seinfeld game where we had to pick random sayings that yeah. Seinfeld may have said and turned into a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, that thing was stellar. That thing was a great that, game. That was I was, I won that game. That was I won the game. game. <laughs> Rory, you did win that game. Calvin was terrible at it. That's right. I won the game. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, two things before we start the game. Number one, I know you. Your audience wants to know that Gilmore Girls is coming back on Netflix, so that's very exciting news. Number two, um, does Jack watch Gilmore Girls? My audience wants to know. Jack? Yeah, Jack's part of our audience now. You know that. <laughs> Jackie? Hi, Jack. Yeah, Jack. Um, I don't know if he watches Gilmore Girls, but I bet his well, sister. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Continue. Thanks for interrupting me. I just wanted to um, shout out one of our new audience members. Jackie. And also, um, Calvin sent me this link earlier where it was um, you can draft your own fantasy puppy football team <laughs> for the Super Bowl. It's like the fantasy draft, but with puppies. And fantasy I can't wait puppies? Do the puppies yeah, get have... delivered to your house for a little while? No. No, now no. I'm sad that that doesn't happen. Well. <laughs> no. No, it's it's the puppy bowl that happens uh, at halftime at the Super Bowl. You can. Are draft. You gonna, what's your what's your number one pick? Are you going to pick a golden retriever, a little beagle chocolate lab mix? Is that a, is that I don't a thing? Know. I'm I'm thinking of like some type of herding dog because I feel like I feel like they would be good at like rushing and moving the ball up. You know. 
I'm thinking uh-huh. about it. I'm thinking about it. All right. What, what's um, the game? Okay. Here's the game. Okay. I've been doing some research on one, two, three, four, five Twitter accounts <laughs> of some some CLNS classics, such as well, actually only four classics and one extra. Uh, we've got Hector. We've got Pat Duhan, Rory Gelso. Oh boy. And and Guy Fieri. Okay. Oh. So the, <laughs> this this wait, sounds wait, like so it could I'm be good. Be, okay. Here, here are the rules. You don't have tweets. You don't tweet. You don't uh, tweet. tweet. These are, these are people's Twitter. tweets. She's got, She's been going back. She's going to tell us a tweet, and we're going to guess who it is out of those five. Is that correct? That's correct. Thank you for explaining the game. It's very simple. This sounds I'm very gonna exciting. Say, I'm going to say a tweet, and you have to guess who wrote it. Okay? So do we take How do we do this? I don't know. I think... I think maybe I'll just say it, and then you guys say your choices, and then I'll tell you who the answer is. I didn't okay. really come right. up so, with a. So I have those five. You got those five there, Calvin. It's it's me, Nick Gelso, Pat Duhan, Hector, and Guy Fieri. Yes, Guy Fieri. Yeah. Guy Fieri. I already like this game more than I liked last week's game for the record. Because <laughs> things, are, things are taking me down a notch in the middle of. Great list. Oh, this is a great game. Um, also. Okay. The tricky part is they aren't. They may not be current tweets. Okay. Yeah, of course. Anytime. Yeah, it could okay. Be, could be old. It could be five years right. old. Okay. All right. This is this is kind of an ominous tweet, and it was uh, in response to a retweet that that had happened. Um, it says it was in a response to that the Chargers will stay in San Diego, and their tweet was, "What happens after that? No one knows." That's it. This wait, this person said what happens after that, no one knows. Yeah, after Okay. <laughs> the charges are staying in San Diego. They okay, say I, what happens after that, no one knows. So dramatic. So it's it's Joe Silvery, Hector, and who are the other two again? I can't remember. Duhan and Guy Fieri. And Fieri. <laughs> okay, should I just say should I say my answer? Yeah, yeah you, like go, you, you go you go first. first. You go first. I, yeah. yeah, go you go you guess first. I mean really here's the thing, really look through his tweets so he's gonna know if it was him. So Well, no, I, I didn't like, look really, that far back. I only looked at a couple of them. Well that far back the charges moving is anyway, the point is it's not really. Right? <laughs> yes, that's that's so, pretty obvious, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna lean I'm I lean toward Hector here. I'm gonna lean Hector. Yeah, this is a this is a Hector tweet, Liv. This has gotta be a Hector tweet. You are correct, this is a Hector tweet. Hector tweet. Yeah. All right. That's the correct next answer tweet. number. <clears throat> Noise. All right. Next tweet. Anyone know who is in the slam dunk competition this year? Question mark. <laughs> I'll go first on this one. This is this sounds like Gelso. This really sounds like Gelso. Okay. What do you th- What do you think, Calvin? <laughs> I'm gonna say Duhan. Calvin is correct. Point on the oh. I don't know, man. I, just, you think he would know the answer? I don't know. I think that he would tweet that out and ask people to to hashtag him. Oh, I see your strategy. I see your strategy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so you guys tied on the last one. So currently Calvin's in the lead. <laughs> just just keeping – okay. Um, right. Hey, hashtag Boston. How's the hashtag Sunday morning hashtag traffic? Here we go. This – yep. Yeah, this is, yeah. I, this is hashtag also. Definitely yeah, hashtag yeah. Gelso. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's hashtag Jelso for sure. Yeah, that's a classic Jelso tweet. Good job, guys. All right. Um. All right. <gasps> Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Resharing this recipe for an out of bounds leftover idea. <laughs> Man, do I wish that was one of mine. <laughs> it's 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 so Guy Fieri that it's beautiful. Calvin, yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, it, it has to be guys. Here's the thing. It could be Jelso, but I feel like it was written too coherently <laughs> to be Jelso. So it has to be Guy Fieri. It is Guy Fieri. Like, like, yeah, the, the message could have been Jelso there, right? But it's really like, <gasps> the delivery wasn't Jelso. Um, yeah. Okay. That's correct. Yep. Deadpool out in a couple of weeks, dot, dot, dot. Can't wait, dot, dot, dot. Oh, man. I wish that was mine, too. But it's that's, it's that's not. Accurate. That sounds. Wait, that's, wait. Dot 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 accurate. or dot 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 list. Three dots. Three dots. That's Hector. I mean, it's Hector, but I'm surprised he's using the the dots correctly, the ellipsis correctly. Correctly, usually he goes with four. Yep. Yep. I do want to see Deadpool quite a bit. Yep. I'm same. very excited to go see it in uh, Are you really? a giant theater. Yeah, I cannot really? wait to see Deadpool. Of course. <laughs> All right. right. Well, yeah, well, this movie's going to be terrible. What's wrong with you two? You're, you're weird. Liz, okay. Liz is a um, fan of Ryan Reynolds, but I don't think he actually shows his face. So. No, he a, he does show his face, and I love Deadpool. Okay. All right. Okay. Ready? Cool. Next one. Cooking with banana leaves. That's hashtag Oh, man. I wish that was really... I wish that yeah, was really, no, it's yeah. definitely Jelso. I, mean, I, 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 I didn't tweet that for sure. You guys are both incorrect. That is Guy Fieri. Oh, it's Guy Fieri. Yeah. Cooking with yeah. banana leaves. That's that's I was all hoping that you guys were going to get on. I knew you were going to get Jelso. That was great. Okay, all right. When, when does Guy Fieri ever use banana leaves? I, I feel like he was lying. That, that tweet's a lie. No, never, he never cooks with banana leaves. And that's still covered in cheese. He's pretty out of bounds. He is. All right. Um, should the Knicks be embarrassed? Wow. Oh. Thinking. Ooh. Thinking silence. Yeah. This could Ooh. be a long time ago. Uh, I'm going back to I'm going to go back to Duhan on this one. Yeah. I, I was I'm going to Duhan as well because it's been a while since we got a Duhan. Look at you guys. No, that was. Those do hands. Do hands, right? Okay. I think I owe Chris Humphreys a beer after the way I trashed him before the season. Oh God. Did I did I tweet that? Oh no. Did I tweet that? <laughs> oh no. I tweeted that, didn't I, Liz? I think I think we did tweet that. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Final answer? Yeah, yeah, I guess I think I did. Yeah. Yeah, it's very. That's oh funny. no. Oh. Okay. Uh, I okay. still haven't bought him that beer. Oh, when did I tweet that? That's so. That's so terrible. That was, that was a while ago. I scrolled you for a while. I guess I still um, own that beer. I never bought Chris Humphrey's a beer. <laughs> um. All right. Tommy's had enough of the officials, and it's only the second quarter. Hashtag Celtics. Hashtag NBA. <laughs> Wait, give it to me again. Tommy has had enough of the officials, and it's only the second quarter. Hashtag oh, yeah. NBA. That's, 
that's got to be Nick. I was going to say that too, but if, I feel like I may have tweeted that at some point. This could be she could be trying to throw us off here. Uh, I'm going with Jelso though. I'm going with Nick. You guys both think Nick? Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're right. That was Jelso. Oh, oof. close. <laughs> I guess I could have tweeted that. Um, All right. How many more we got here, Liz? This is good. Only two more. Two more. Two well, more. Two more. Here we go. I have three more. I have three more. I won't lie. Okay. Three more. Um, <laughs> Can't stand Jeff Van Gundy, worst announcer ever. (laughs) Calvin, what do you think? I'm going to let you guess first. Okay, I'll guess first, but if if you say this is me, if you say, yeah, I I said this after I guess, I'm going to be furious. Well, I can't remember if I did or not, but I, I feel like I did. I think this is mine, but who do you think it is? I'm going to go with Hector here. Ah, the, we haven't heard Hector in a while. I think I think this is mine, but I can't be sure. It was a Rory tweet. All right, I got it. <laughs> um, now now I'm, I'm pushing back against this game a little bit. It's just because Rory, no. that, that one shouldn't count. That one should not count. That's all I'm saying. No, go on. I'm not actually keeping score. Don't be a sore loser. All right, two more. Tied. All right. Next one. Ha 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 all right, um, last one. Love this Celtics app. Dot dot dot. What? Love this Celtics app. Dot dot dot. Oh, this is a toss-up for me. Uh, that's that. That's the end. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> this, that's yeah. Dot dot dot. Three dots. <laughs> this yeah. is this is a toss-up. This is a toss-up. Uh, I'm going with I'm going with Hector. Yeah, I've got Hector too. Guys, nice job. That was a Hector tweet. Nice job. Oh yes, we did it again. We end the game in style. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Yeah, you lose. I won that one. I'm counting that as a victory. Everybody wins. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. Um, all right, thanks, guys. That's it. There she goes. That's the best live segment of 2016 right there, ladies and gentlemen. You just heard it here on (laughs) Careless Whispers on CLNS Radio. Thanks, Liz. You're doing wonderful things. There she goes. I just paused for a second to let her go. Now, Calvin, we get back into it. There's about 20 minutes left here if we want to use it. Where are we? Oh, yes. A couple of quick hitters here. Um... First, another story from the NBA, a story related to the celebration of the Chinese New Year and the Sacramento Kings and their poor decision to put some put some T-shirts out there for the fans uh, that uh, were racially insensitive. And DeMarcus Cousins called them out. And they they pulled the shirts, so nobody's seen these shirts. But I I would be curious to see what these shirts look like because 
it is the year of the monkey. And to celebrate, the NBA is pushing a there's a there's a there's momentum throughout the NBA, and they're encouraging all the teams to celebrate the Chinese New Year this year. And I'm, I, I assume they'll be doing this going forward um, every year. It just so happens that this is the year of the monkey, and the Sacramento Kings decided that they were going to print up some black T-shirts with monkeys on them, purple monkeys because the Kings are that's their colors, and give them out to the fans. But since it's also Black History Month, DeMarcus Cousins uh, took issue with these shirts and the front office decided to have them pulled. I'm curious to see if the shirts were like a a very racist caricature with like a a stereotypical monkey or something, because that would have been really foolish. Uh, If, if it's, if it's not, if it's not something like that, then it's, I still understand where Cousins is coming from, but I don't think it's as big of a deal for the, Kings to have made that decision uh, based on sort of what they were told by the league to celebrate the Chinese New Year and it's the year of the monkey. So I understand that it coincides with Black History Month and that's a big deal and they were Cousins was right to speak up. How do you feel about it? Uh, I don't know. I can't decide if I think maybe he was being a little overly sensitive. I think, I think the it coinciding with Black History Month is is irrelevant. I think that, that Cousins probably was mad. I mean, almost certainly was mad because of, of a monkey in a King's jersey uh, implying a, a racial note. I don't think the fact that it fell um, at the same time as Black History Month, yeah, he said that, but I think he's just like, you're doing this at, at this particular time, but I think he would have been mad either way. Um, so I want to separate that part out of it, the Black History part. I, I like you said, I haven't seen the design, so I can't say for sure uh, how I would feel specifically about it. But I, I do think that obviously, if it's the year of the monkey, like the kings in this particular situation were trying to do something to celebrate diversity and not uh, not make a you know a direct. I, I doubt that the kings intentionally made a, a direct racial assault. Uh, on black people in order, like, guised in the notion of celebrating Chinese New Year. You know what I mean? Like, those two ideas seem at odds, right? That's what what I was trying to say. Like, I I feel like them putting the shirts out there is probably in good taste, unless, of course, the image depicted on there is is an obviously racial stereotype. Right. More likely, it was just, I think... If, if it was a monkey, if it was a monkey, no matter how what the monkey looked like, and it was wearing like a Demarcus Cousins jersey, I, I think oh, you'd have what? a. a pretty, what's that? You I got have, it. You have a, nice. I got it. It's actually not that bad at all. Um, let me see. Let me try and send this over to you. <clears throat> yep. And you can take a look as well. It's 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 actually a basically a. a I would say almost a shadow of a monkey, uh, as far as I can tell. But it's purple, and it, it's just it's a it's a literal monkey with a with a crown on its head. It says Happy Lunar New Year, Year of the Monkey, 2016. And um, that's about it. I don't know. I I I don't see any sort of. It's it's not like there's a. 
it's like a character or anything like that. It's it seems pretty standard. Did oh, you get that? Yeah, I did. It's like literally just uh, it, it's actually a very like Asian looking monkey. Um, so like to me that helps. Like it's not like a like like you said a racial stereotype, like a big angry looking like gorilla in a king jersey or something. Like right. Like would be an This is very like. Yeah, it's got a. An, so it's got like a. Uh, it's, it's got like a teddy bear looking face almost to me. I don't. That's what right. I see. And it's it's just a. a actually, I guess the picture I sent you is not that great. Yeah. Here, try this one. Um, but it's like a, it looks more like a teddy bear face and almost like a actually like a like a skull uh, face, almost as like I. It sort of reminds me of a. Uh, 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 Day of the Dead, Mexican Day of the Dead type of a, a, a image of the guy's of the monkey's actual like facial features with his nose and eyes. So I don't really see where Cousins was coming from with this one, uh, but that's that's not for us to decide, right? If somebody's offended by something, then that's that's all there is to it. But that's that's an interesting thought you bring up because is that all there is to it? If somebody is. If, if anybody is offended by something, should somebody automatically cancel what they're doing, or is or should there be just a general standard of, uh, you know, what's what's uh, deemed offensive or what's possible to to like make that argument? In other words, yeah, I, I think it's tough in this in this day and age, especially yeah. with with racial stereotypes and things like that, and trying to celebrate diversity. Uh, it's it's difficult to draw that line, Calvin. So it's sort of like in those situations, I think the line is if somebody's offended, you get rid of it. That's that's the, the way that people go nowadays. Okay, well, what if that person wasn't DeMarcus Cousins? What if it was somebody just just down the line in the King's organization and sure. that person said, yeah, and that should, should the King's then cancel their entire campaign? Well, you know what? I I think that if that person was well respected in the organization and they spoke up about it, like Cousins apparently did, then I I feel like as an organization they they would feel obligated and they should be obligated to do something about that. If somebody within their own organization is a, is offended by something that they are going to do, uh, if if my organization if my company was going to go out there and do something that offended me and was and I was going to have to go and defend and defend them for what they were doing. See what I'm saying? Like, or sort of like explain to people why I was working for a company that did something that offended me. Then uh, I don't know if I, how much I would want to work for that company, you know? So I feel like, but do you think, or I feel like organizationally, if somebody were to speak up, they have an obligation to rectify that situation. So you're saying then that any employee, just generally speaking, of a company who's offended by any sort of promotion should have the power to then kill that promotion through expressing. Like, I I would yeah I would say if they're if they're a well enough respected employee and they do good work for that company and they speak up to somebody that can elevate the issue up the chain, then absolutely that there's something should be done about it. It doesn't matter how low level you are. Uh, if your company is doing something that offends you, then it potentially offends a lot of other people too. That's an interesting perspective. I, I, 
tend to have an issue with that just because I don't think it's practical. But um, you know, no, it's probably case, not practical. It's, it's right. probably not practical. I'd give you that. I just, I, and I, not, not only that, but I, I just think that like, just because someone feels offended doesn't mean that they're right to be offended in a given situation. In this case, uh, I understand the history of uh, comparing monkeys to African-Americans in this country and how, you know, they, uh, somebody might feel particularly sensitive about that. But in this case, I, I don't necessarily think that you can make any, any direct connection between this purple monkey with the yellow hands and, you know, uh, the, the lunar symbol, the Chinese lunar symbol and, uh, in racism. So well, I think, I think the first picture I sent you was more of a, a glare situation. I don't believe it actually has yellow hands. I think it has white hands, just like its face. You're right. You're right. It does. Check the You're second right. link there. Uh, so yeah, I mean, basically if you haven't seen this picture, go Google Sacramento King's ear of the monkey and go to Google images. And it's one of the first couple things that comes up. Somebody has obviously taken a picture of this and put it out there uh, for whatever reason. But to me, and I am not qualified to speak on this, I suppose. It just looks like a like a cartoon. It doesn't even have a real face. Uh, and I don't know. I, I think that the message it was probably missed here on this one. But I do commend the Kings for trying to celebrate Chinese New Year and also for maybe trying to find a better way to do it as Liz is just sending me some messages and that's sort of her words as well. If there's a better way to celebrate something, then do that instead of offending a, a different group of people. You know what I mean? You, you know what, Rory? On the, on the first link you sent me, the, the first comment uh, is says the reason why it is offensive is because it is close to home. That automatically makes me want to change my mind on this entire thing. Say to Marcus Cousins was right to move. All right. I've changed my mind. Thanks, Sacramento B. Racist commenter. <laughs> there you go. Calvin's changed his mind because of a Sacramento B. commenter. That's what. That's all it took. So now, any time that we want to have you take a different side of things, we just call it the Sacramento Bee and have them have somebody post something on an article, and and you you flip. That's all it's going to take. That's all it takes. All right. Uh, another NBA story. Well, former NBA player story, Calvin. This one's kind of interesting, and you showed me this one as well. Uh, Gilbert Arenas is. Um. I don't know whether he's mad or whether he's just scolding the strip clubs, but what happened with Gilbert Arenas? He posted something on Instagram. He did. He did post something on Instagram. Uh, he apparently he had issues uh, with the strip club, and that he got kicked out of. And so he said, uh, "You kick me out of your strip club, you're getting robbed." I know what y'all are thinking. Soft B ain't robbing nobody. I'd like to inform all the big ballers out there. I'm the reason big strip clubs hashtag fingerprint now. I'll order $80,000 worth of ones 
throw about 40,000 of it to the strippers, sneak the rest out of the club, have one of my teammates sign that bill, wake up the next day, call American Express. Uh, my card was stolen at the strip club last night, and these charges ain't mine. With a no-questions-asked policy, once they see it's not your signature, they'll refund you all your money. Uh, so I got the $80,000 I spent back, plus the 40000 I took out of the club. Strippers give me that blank on the house. It's costing me nothing. Then a bunch of <laughs> hashtags. Just call it sounds, a uh, it, yeah. it sounds. It sounds like he's found a new way to make money. So good for him. <laughs> yeah, here's, here's the thing about this, Freddy. Part of me, there's a small part of me that's okay. I don't like fraud. Do you like fraud? I don't love fraud. Uh, I don't really like fraud, no. Fraud, it's not, I mean, I'd rather people just be honest with the way they go about things. Right. Scammers are no fun. Right. And especially, like, fraud on that level, like $80,000 worth of fraud, it's it's not great. But there's a, there's no. a part of me, there's a part of me that almost admires, like, the audacity slash cleverness of giving me mean, this is planned, but I'll, but that that automatically gets canceled out by the fact that he posted this on Instagram. Yeah, like, do you, you really you think that he's going to get be able to get away with this ever again? Well, not only that, Marie, but he's being investigated by the fraud division of American Express right now. Oh, uh, what an idiot! Yeah, this this could wind him up and this can have him end up winding up in jail yep. over. Something that he just wanted to brag about, like just because he had an issue, because he got kicked out of the strip club another time. Like, why not? Why not just take your eighty thousand dollars and be happy? Like, Murray, if you committed a crime, if you got away with something like that, wouldn't you like tell as few people as possible so you can get away with it again? Um, I don't know if I'd try to get away with it again. I might be a little too scared that they'd they'd figure me out, but I probably wouldn't tell anyone. I would just use my money. And I, I hit the lottery if people ask. Like, I wouldn't tell anybody. Are you kidding me? I don't know if I'd push the limit and do it again, but you pull you pull a scam like that, then you you run. You go do something with it. Get out of here. Definitely. It's like, have you heard of these guys that, that call around and uh, they target, from what I've, from my group of friends anyway, they target older, like, Middle Eastern men, and they'll call them and say, uh, hey, or not even Middle Eastern, but like European as well. They'll call them and say, "Hey, uh, uh, we are we are a uh, we're the the IRS, and we're gonna we're gonna call the police on you, basically, and threaten to to like get them arrested and thrown in jail if they don't pay money that they owe on back taxes, etc." So they like try to find these people that maybe have have, have not been here very long or that have been here for a while but they still are not as strong with English etc and they get them to send them money my friends a few of my friends have either gotten these calls themselves or had their parents gotten these calls and I mean none of them have actually paid anything because they're all smarter than that but there are stories out there of people getting duped into paying and just sending wires to these random people that call you because they're claiming to be the IRS. So the scammers are out there. Have you heard of this? No, not this at all. It's 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 pretty ridiculous. And I mean there's there was one story in particular that I w- was looking at and this this poor woman had uh, just sent them 
thousands of dollars on multiple occasions throughout the day because she was so scared that she was going to get thrown in jail uh, before she ended up saying, like calling the actual police and saying, Hey, what's going on? Like, and a friend of mine, his, his dad actually got a call from someone claiming to be the police in his town saying, you better, you better call back to this IRS guy because you're going to be in trouble. So he called the, the actual police department and was like, Hey, what's going on here? And they said, no, don't, don't call these people back. We are the police. You called, you did right. the right thing. But like he got one call from a guy claiming to be the IRS and then another call from a guy claiming to, to be the Arlington police. And it's just like, Oh, the, the scam, they they push real hard right. for, for these scams. So I'm glad that Gilbert Arenas got caught and I just rambled on for a few minutes here. I didn't even realize that we're up against it. We are up against um, it. We are up against it. So I guess we don't touch on Dennis Weidman who cross-checked the referee. Maybe we can talk about that next week because I think he's still going to be suspended at that point. Um, yeah. well, anyway. Yeah. Right. We'll find out. We have less than a minute to go here, just about a minute to go. Thank you all for listening and for listening to me ramble. I can't believe it's already 11. Much appreciated, Liz, for coming on. Calvin, I will talk to you next time. Where's our closing music? Oh, there it is. Um, I think we can start earlier next week. Get it done. Nice. Right? Great. Yeah. Okay. Oh,